UFC flyweight Tyson Nam. What's going on, Tyson? Uh, how's life right now? You look like it's sunny and uh, beautiful outside. Living a beautiful life out here in Hawaii. You know, we got we got COVID, we got riots and looting out there in the world, and I'm and I just came from the beach. <laughs> is 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 Hawaii affected by that? By the rioting and the looting? Well, I I do not know of any rioting or looting, but I know that um there there have been marches and protests, but it's been pretty peaceful. Um, I'm pretty sure that the uh, people of Hawaii uh, do not want any rioting or looting. I think we wanna wanna make sure that you know we're putting a stop to to all of that uh, type of uh, violence. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, I feel like you should be able to protest and, and march and, and express mm-hmm. yourself. But, man, that looting is just it's getting out of control. I'm just it's sad for all the people and the business owners. But Hawaii seems like they have it under control, man. There's a lot of local um, business owners out there. Yeah, I mean, we're, they're, they're trying. And, you know, uh, on top of social media, they heard that some people are going to come over and try to start something up. And I'm and I, I think there is a. A lot of uh, folks out over here um, making sure that we kept the eyes aware that if people did start that, that they'll be uh, dealt with in a in a, a Hawaiian Hawaiian way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The OGs got to come out and uh, yeah. and handle it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, now with uh, with all of that going on and the coronavirus, how has that affected your life in the past couple of months? Well, I mean. Got put out of work, uh, mm-hmm. not a biggie because actually instead of uh, working, I actually get to train full time. Now I've never really done that in any portion of my uh, my mixed martial arts career, just training full time. So I, I feel even in better shape. I feel even better prepared for this um, because you know I was still able to get the same type of training that I was able to do but I was able to uh get better uh rest recovery just because I didn't have to go to a, a job yeah well the rest and recovery it seems like that has become a science in itself and and maybe that will be the x factor for you going into this fight probably i mean i ain't getting any younger so i think my body does need a little bit more uh rest and recovery than uh most most folks but i uh i, I definitely uh i definitely feel even more prepared now than i than i've ever been in any other fight yeah that's uh that's unique to say because you know you fought so many times in the past you have a long career so far and uh it's uh it's it's kind of like you you could say it's another level of yourself right being able to have that yeah you know it uh i guess it took a whole pandemic for me to get fired laid off and just train full time because I always felt like I always had energy to do something in between but you know in actuality uh, we are professional athletes and uh, rest and recovery leading into your uh, evening practice coming off of your morning practice is is key and vital to uh, being able to keep on progressing and pushing your body uh, harder and harder every day definitely now um with all of this going on also like i saw a fighter post something about usada and uh how they were sending home kits like you do the, the testing yourself have you experienced that no no i have not i have not um uh if they want me to swab something or show them my tongue it's it's, it's all good but uh 
Yeah, I've uh, I've not experienced uh, any phone calls from Usada telling me that I have to do something with myself just yet. Probably we'll get a call tomorrow morning just because I said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Knock on wood, man. <laughs> Now, uh, another big topic that's going on right now, and, and I'm pretty sure you you can relate to this, is the, the MMA judging that's going on, you know, not just in the U.S., but just everywhere around the world, all promotions. Um, you know, a lot of people say, don't leave it up to the judges, but come on, man, at the highest level, it's going to go to the judges more than, you know, more than not. So what do you think about the system that they have right now and, and maybe anything they could do to uh, fix that? Yeah, it's not good right now, especially when half of someone's paycheck is on top of the line. And, you know, for those top tier guys making like 50 and 50, 100 and 100, I mean, shit, you miss out on half of that. That's uh, that's probably like a year's salary for most folks. And they would be almost like, you know, heartbroken just because of uh, people that don't necessarily know all the rules, don't know all the techniques, um, you know, had a had a few uh, photos of judges looking at their phone when they should have been looking at the fight. So, I mean, there should, uh, there, there definitely should be a little bit more that goes into uh, licensing um, judges when, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars is on the line, not necessarily theirs, but for somebody else like uh, myself or any other fighter in the UFC, if we're missing out on half our paycheck, then you know that's uh that's food for our family that's um a ranking next to our name uh you know and a couple fights down the line that made me in the title shot and that 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 means the world to us so uh you know since everybody else gets uh gets uh put through a gauntlet of uh tests to get licensed i mean judging should should, should be the same thing as well you know, half the paycheck, that could be your home. You could buy a home with it. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. homes cost 20000 30000 You know what I mean? That's That could be, man, it's just, it's a life changer. Yeah, definitely not here in Hawaii, but somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now, with, uh, with your first two fights in the UFC, you know, you fought in Mexico, you fought in New Zealand. Now you actually get the fight in Vegas. Does that change anything for you? Does it make a difference? Nah, you know, um, by the time that I walk out, walk into the cage, it's pretty much the light shut off for me already. So I'm doing the same exact thing. Uh, I I barely I barely hear the fans. Um, I barely even hear my coaches at, at that point. So it's it's not gonna be anything new. I mean, yeah, different location. You know, like about uh five six hour trip for me so that, that that's probably the biggest thing is just the uh the the travel time cut down to about a third of the time um and just the sitting down portion of the the trip is what just kills everybody's uh you know just joints um the, the, the swelling that goes on i mean you get off of the plane you you thought you was within about uh 10 pounds and all of a sudden you're 16 pounds over it kind of plays a little bit of a uh a mental game on top of you, but, but yeah, um, being fighting, fighting on the West coast, um, is definitely a big positive, uh, for me that I don't have to travel as far. With, with the coaches, you say you barely hear your coaches this time around, you're going to be able to hear your coaches. You're going to be able to hear the other coaches. You're going to be able to hear the commentators. Is is that going to be a benefit? It seems like it has benefited a few fighters in the past. 
you know, when you, when you practice and when you're training, you're you're not you're not training with a big audience, so you can hear them very well. So I feel like with uh, now it'll be actually feel more like a like a training session than it would uh, with um, with a with a big fight with tens and, and hundreds of thousands of people at an arena. So it'll feel I feel well. I never know until I start walking out there, but I feel like it's going to be a, a little bit a less nerve wracking, a little bit of less anxiousness. And, you know, it's just going to be all business. Like it, like, like it's an everyday thing for me. Do you feed off the crowd? Some fighters in the fight, you know, they might be down and, and hurt, but then when they hear the crowd go crazy, it kind of gives them that extra kick. Do you even feel that in the cage or is it, you know, it doesn't matter to you? Yeah, like I said, you know, by the first time that uh, the first punch is thrown, I mean, even before the first punch is thrown, everything kind of blacks out. Um, I, I, I don't even know whether it's uh, cheers or boos that's coming up. So I mean, you know, I hear a little, a little faint thing of uh, noise on the on top of this side of my head, and then on top of this side of my head. But uh, I, I pretty much just try. I mean, it pretty much just blocks itself out by the time uh, we step up in the cage. Yeah, it's just I guess it's just called the zone, you know, like MJ. MJ used to get in the zone. So. Yeah, in the zone, <laughs> ready to do battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, your first two fights in the UFC, are there any things you can take away from those from those clashes that uh that will guide you to victory in this one? Um, you know, uh I've been working on a lot of uh uh new things, new strategies, uh like I said, I've had a lot more time to prepare for this fight just because I'm not working anymore. So um, I feel like you guys will see a, a, a new and improved uh, Tyson Nam come June 13th. All right. Your opponent, uh, Ryan Benoit, you know, watching him on tape, you said you got a lot more time. Most likely you're going to be watching him. What sticks out about him? Um. He hits hard, you know. I mean, he, he's good all the way around. He's a good wrestler, good scrambler, grappler. His striking's on point. Uh, um, but, but I really like the style to where you know we're gonna we're gonna be clashing heads. We're gonna be we're gonna be butting heads. It's gonna be like a little mini car crash coming together because he doesn't like to go backwards. I don't like to go backwards. He likes striking. I like striking, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a back and forth battle with a lot of, uh, punches, kicks, knees, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're probably both looking to take each other's head off. So don't blink. Don't blink. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, when you watch his fights, he's down to scramble. He's down to strike. He's down to engage your first two opponents in the UFC. They're down, they're down to do that, but they're more cautious. Do you feel like Ryan is, is a risk taker more than, you know, like compared to Kai or, or uh, Sergio? Well, he better be. I mean, uh, I'm coming off of two losses. He's coming off of two losses. I feel like we're both fighting for pink slips on top of this one. So it's going to be a, it's going to be um heavy duty. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to be going for broke on top of this. Definitely. Now, um, this week or the week coming, uh, fight week, right? It's not going to be normal. Uh, what has been the craziest thing in the past that you went through during a fight week? Um, traveling to Russia, St. Petersburg to be exact. I want to say that the promotion planned it very well to the day that I arrived there, I set foot, I had to start cutting weight because I, I got there literally like less than 24 hours to, to make weight. 
Now, when I stepped off of the plane, like I said, I felt like I was within like 10 pounds. And, you know, I jump up on top of the scale next to the sauna where we're about to start cutting weight. It says I'm 16 pounds over. Now, 16 pounds for a flyweight, that's more than 10%. That's a well more than 10%. And um, any, uh, um, if you uh, study a little bit of science, 10% of water weight, when you lose that is when your kidneys start to start to shut down. So I, I pretty much put myself uh, on death's door making uh making weight on top of that. So 16 pounds in, um, I want to say about 12, 11 or 12 hours that I had to do it. I, I made it, but uh, barely, barely made it. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I, I want to say that cutting weight is probably always the most traumatic thing that um, us fighters have to go through during fight week. Because, you know, it's not a normal thing. Um, there, there's no job out there that you got to step on a scale before you go to work. So it's definitely something that is very uh, particular in our uh, our line of uh, occupation. There's no doubt about that. But it seems like in Vegas, they have everything set up perfectly for the fighters. Like the tra I feel like I heard uh, one of the fighters talking about their, the training room is the room next door to your room. So everybody's isolated. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's not going to be any problems. So that's great for you, man. You don't have to worry about all that stuff and, and landing. Yeah, and, I heard from, uh, right from a bunch of guys. I've heard from a bunch of guys. That's what it's going to be in. Yeah, I like to be a little, a uh, little bit of a, a hermit during fight week, just because uh, the slightest things that always agitates anybody. Whenever you know, you you don't get to drink your soda or have your candy bar or just you know eat eat till you're full type of thing. So you, you want to kind of be off on top of your own, just doing your own little thing without anybody chirping off in the background might set something off. <laughs> do you have a, do you plan out your meal after weigh-ins every, every fight or is it just the same thing or what, what is the, the protocol for that for yourself? Well, the uh, company trifecta has been um, gracious enough to supply us with uh, food, during fight week to help us lose weight. And they also uh, supply us with, um, you know, rehydration and food to uh, refuel after, after weight, uh, after making weight. So uh, yeah, the big shout out to trifecta. I mean, their, their meals are great. I mean, they even have, uh, um, they even have meals, uh, uh, ready-made meals for your average Joe to order off the line as well too. But I mean, that, that, that was the, the biggest thing I, I was able to uh, use them for the first time in uh, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New Zealand, New Zealand, they were there and man, it made everything so much easier. So, I mean, I'll eat that and anything else my heart desires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, June 13th, man, uh, you're back in the cage against Ryan Benoit and uh, in Vegas, it's going to be like you said, it's going to be a mini car crash, and, and everybody's going to yeah. be watching. Yeah, tune in, guys. Do not miss out. Thank you so much, Tyson, for the time, and uh, good luck on the fight, and good luck on uh, everything that's going on in your life outside of fighting. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot, brother.